listening to the Los Rotos podcast with Vanessa Scudito. Vanessa Scudito. Produced by Upside Down Creative Media. Upside Down Creative Media. All right. Bienvenido a Los Rotos. Welcome back, everybody. And thanks for listening in, watching in. Um, I'm pretty excited today. Today I have my friend, fellow comedian, Isaiah Burns. What's up, Isaiah? What's up? What's up? So I'm glad to be here. Yeah, I'm glad you made it, man. Um, I mean, how's your weekend been so far, though? Uh, busy. Busy? Very busy. Yeah? Anything new exciting? I've been writing and doing a lot of preparation for various projects that I work on on the side and then my day job. Look at you being a professional. Yeah. Look at you. Well, um, in case you don't know, Isaiah, I want you to kind of like tell... Um, Tell them like where you're from, uh, ASL, you know, age, sex, location, no, okay. <laughs> uh, but you know, like, and how you got started into comedy. Uh, well, I'm from here, Jacksonville. Well, a little bit outside of Jacksonville. I lived in a place called Orange Park. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Right outside of Jacksonville, there's literally no difference between right. the two. But um, I, um, I'm a local comic, uh, inspiring filmmaker, working on a TV show at the moment. Um, I do film review on my YouTube channel, uh, Spiral Tree Entertainment. Just going to plug myself. Like Don't worry, TV. I'm going to give you time at the end, too. You get to plug it. <laughs> uh, but, um, and I started doing comedy back in 2020, like mid-pandemic, because uh, my brother, he got hit by a car, passed away. I'm sorry, I don't know. I know I'm not supposed to be smiling. I'm just You're thinking good. of your jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Yeah, yeah he, I'm not laughing at his brother. <laughs> yeah, he um he got hit by a car, and uh, I was thinking about his uh, our last conversation together, where um he was a he was he had mental handicaps, but I would talk with him and he'd be like, "You seem sad. Why aren't you happy?" Right, right, right. And I sort of reflected on that, and it's like I wasn't happy because I wasn't following my dreams. Right. So then that pursued me to go do what I want to do. Yeah. And again, just go see him. He does have jokes about this. This is not me just laughing. I really, I look like it's such an insincere bit. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you, my brother got hit by a car and died. <laughs> like, um, but no, Isaiah is great. He talks about it. I think as comics, we understand that sometimes going through traumatic things, the only thing you can do is laugh through it to get yeah, through, laugh through it. Yeah, laugh through the pain. Right, exactly. Um, but yeah, I guess, I guess it was during the pandemic, right? Like there was yeah. a point where... I think all of us just were like, well, I'm willing, willing to just risk my life <laughs> to, yeah. to get some laughs in, <laughs> you know? Um, but like, I know you have a supportive partner, your wife, um, so you're lucky. You have, because um, I know she, she'll come out when she can or whatever. Oh, yeah. And, uh, she's very trusting of me. She's super bubbly. Yeah, too, she's actually. great. Like, she's, she's super calm, but like a very personable yeah and she doesn't get upset when i'm like out late and whatnot she uh she's very lucky she doesn't have to worry about like oh is my significant other gonna go try to do this with this random right. girl at a bar or that I'm, i have zero interest in any <laughs> other woman like that in my life so 
No, I, I guarantee. You. I feel like you're gonna be like the Nate Bergazzi, you know, like where <laughs> he's yeah. gonna, you know, the wife and kids still. But he's like, because I mean, I well, do you curse in your sets? Not often, right? I try not to. Yeah, because I was gonna say, like, you're pretty clean. Like your jokes are funny, but still very clean. Like, and there's nothing wrong with cursing in your jokes. I curse obviously all the time, but I do give credit where credits due when you can keep it clean and suggestive and not yeah I, I i think my style of comedy is clean but it's not like church clean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. which is unfortunate but who is really i mean <laughs> if i was church clean i could be making so much more money doing comedy you could right be now. cruise clean like your your comedy's yeah, good enough I've, to like start going on cruises maybe take your wife you get you get a week yeah, doing I mean, make, some make a thousand dollars not why not free, free, cruise, free cruise get coronavirus while in the cruise why not all the lobster tail yeah you could <laughs> you could get as my dad dude i went on a cruise once with my dad and i'll tell you what he's he tips well though like it they knew that at the end like they knew that he was gonna tip well so like uh he learned he's like nah i tip him twenty dollars in the beginning and tell him i got more for them at the end he goes after that i get as many lobster tails as i want <laughs> and i was like why did your brooklyn brooklyn accent get even harsher like why did that like, it's just when it comes to lobster that's just what it's about yeah he's you know? like he's like nah i was like dad stop all right he's <laughs> like and why are you whispering we all know that we have to tip well so that they you know that makes sense anyway um but yeah uh <laughs> cruise ships are bad dude my and my dad's a gambler too so he's uh anyway i don't I have know to avoid stuff like that i have a bit of an addictive personality you do yeah that's why i don't drink that's, that's why, why i was gonna ask you like is that, that why you don't do oh you're smart yeah because um once i start i don't stop until i can't <laughs> i can't keep going <laughs> is that like is that just genetic stuff or is yeah. that oh okay it, it's genetic i was born addicted to stuff so oh. stuff like that that releases so your brain is same. legitly programmed like that. yeah if they release release the same endorphins and stuff my body's like oh i remember that Let's yeah keep doing yeah that. yeah oh dude i'm sorry yeah that sucks man yeah no i remember um you know we talked beforehand i had a a a family member that had an addiction problem well i have several family members but um it's fine guys they're all in recovery uh but anyway <laughs> um but uh you when i was in college i took a psychology class that was specifically for drug addiction and you learn also the um anatomy and the science how your brain cells literally change chemically change yeah. all the chemicals physically change them and will they'll never go back to what they were before um the addiction or the substance abuse yeah, so it, that sucks that you were a baby and that happened to <laughs> i lived yeah you are you're living life yeah. yeah you are well how old are you now like 26 oh okay so you got you got some living to do yeah i got 35 more good years of life 35 well i specifically did a, did a psychic tell you <laughs> no like your life oh, sort you of slows numbers? down at 60 okay once you get sick to 60 years old you're supposed to kind of reduce the amount of stuff that you take on right to be able to live the next 20 years without that level of stress i know and i'm saying this because he has told us in our jokes i know because of your autism you like numbers yeah <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> so did you calculate like at what point <laughs> that you no it's just like okay when you when you retire in the in the united states your goal is to retire at 65 okay so you're right, supposed right, to right. be able to slow down to get to retirement at around 60. so your body 
yeah, but enjoy I, the rest of your life. Have you seen Americans? Yeah. <laughs> I just think of even myself, like I think of myself like, um, like literally I'm going to be 40 in a few weeks, you know? And, and then I see also like my peers that I grew up with who are also possibly 40, maybe a couple of years older or younger. And, you know, we all come in different stages. I will say there are some that I knew partied the fuck out of themselves and still look great. I, I do think genetics and I think diet too plays a big role. Oh, in most it. definitely. So, and I also think diet in the sense of when you're little plays a big role when you mm -hmm. become an adult because I do notice my friends who didn't have that nutritional part when they were little, it made it much tougher for them when they got older. Habits build, mm -hmm. and I have a joke about how habits build, and they sort of bring into what you're going to be in the future. And it only takes 30 days to build a habit, but it can take years to get rid of one. Right, right. So. Yeah, I mean, it, we, I, we're not at an AA meeting if that's what that felt like. Oh, um, no, I, I, came, I came in with the mindset that I'm going to have the saddest episode of the podcast. Yeah, no, you won't. No, what, what I mean, though, is like, I think the nutritional aspect, though, of healthy food helps your body grow better, you know, function better. You're, oh, very much so. You, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, habits for sure. That's another environmental besides like nurturing aspect yeah. but then i'm talking about like environmental aspect of the actual nutritional value of food to the human body like when oh. you're well fed <laughs> you know i'm in the middle of switching my diet right now and going from eating like all these like high carb high fat foods of like fast food and mm -hmm. stuff because you know comics were on the road all oh, the time oh god tell me about it i just ate uh, a quarter pounder i'm not even gonna lie uh, and switching into like healthier foods and stuff like that, my energy level has gone through the roof. Right. Well, it will. Right. I mean, um, like I was not healthy the la uh, during the pandemic, stress, whatever. I was losing all this weight. They did a battering of tests and they found out like I was low in all these nutritional aspects, especially vitamin D yeah. and all this stuff. And immediately the moment they started giving me these um, medical grade vitamin supplements because yeah. they're like you you may die <laughs> like yes. um and they're like this could be also why you want to kill yourself <laughs> like because it causes depression oh, yeah. it, causes it causes all sorts of mental problems right and i was having liver enzymes show up in my blood like they were kind of scared like they didn't know what was happening and then the moment i started taking just the vitamins immediately i felt much better but i have autoimmune issues too so all that plays a factor but yeah i definitely think um that's a building block that if you didn't get as a child you're kind of missing out as an adult you are and it's going to be a little harder for you because you're trying to reverse all this shit that happened to you that mm -hmm. should have never happened to you you know so and then who knows so i'm assuming if that um part wasn't in your life you probably had a lack of emotional health <laughs> in your life as well i mean as a kid um i i'm, I'm very lucky that i was uh I was only in foster care for about a year or so uh, before my grandma took me in. Oh, okay. But I did have to go back into foster care because oh, she had to go into surgery. Oh. But then um, that was rough. Um, I was in like a group home for a year. Uh, I'm surprised you don't have tattoos. You don't. Have, uh, <laughs> I'm surprised you're not caring right I now. I didn't like. Uh, I didn't like the group home when I was 12, so I chose to just live on the streets for a year instead of staying in the group home. 
Was it like super dangerous in the group home though? I mean, like, was it uncomfortably like... I don't deal well around strangers. But did they know you were autistic then? No. Oh, okay. So like you weren't diagnosed. Um, I did go to um, to psychologists when I was a kid and they they realized I have bipolar disorder and I'm mildly Uh. schizophrenic. But um, they didn't realize I was autistic until high school. I gotta, I gotta put that down. We're gonna go back to that mildly schizophrenic. Yeah. <laughs> Only because I'm, I'm curious about that because, like, I think people experience things that they just don't talk about, and you probably just talk to somebody about it and then they diagnose. But that, that would be towards the end of the yeah. thing. <laughs> um, but, uh, but so I chose to like, I ran away from the group home a couple yeah. of times. I was actively choosing to live on the street instead of being in the group home because I. I can't sleep around people I don't know. Right. Like, I don't. I, I don't blame you. I, it sounds it, uh, like something women feel a lot. Of yeah. That. <laughs> uh, on that back then, uh, I was on a medicine called uh, Risperdal. Okay. And uh, back then, I suffered from a disease called uh, gynecomastia. Okay. Which is a large male breast. Right. 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 Um, I had very, very bad like case of it so how old were you then um i i had that from 13 till i could afford the surgery at 24 oh okay did they ever <laughs> tell you that could have been from like your nutrition and stuff uh, it was from the medicine because there was a class action oh lawsuit for that it. medicine co- okay i yeah. see what you're saying so that caused it oh mm-hmm. shit okay yeah i had uh probably g cup size breasts Damn, Isaiah, yeah, that must have hurt your back. Yeah, it hurt my back. I'm not even joking. No, there. like it caused back problems. It caused high blood pressure. But now you have scarring then too. I do. I do have scarring. Um, the case was so bad that the, um, the surgeon, uh, my insurance wouldn't cover it because it wasn't medically necessary. Uh, so the surgeon was like, this surgery would normally cost about $6,000, right, right. but this is the worst case of this I've ever seen. If you can pull up $2,000, oh, that's really which nice, is the man. minimum amount needed to pay everyone in the room, right? I will do this surgery for you because you need this. Yeah. He saw what you're going yeah. through. I can imagine, bad. dude. And, uh, that's one of the reasons why I'm. I'm like, I don't need anyone besides my wife because I didn't get that surgery until I was 24. Right, right, right. I've been with my wife since I was 16. Right, right, right. So she saw you go through it and everything. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow, man. So, like, it, people, I don't mess with people who can't stay with me through the low parts. Yeah, of course. For when I get to the successful parts, now you're here like, hey, what's up? Yeah, 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 yeah. Can yeah. I hold $20? It's like, no, you can't hold $20. <laughs> like, bro. Well, the problem <laughs> is, too, you'd be telling everybody how successful you're doing, which is great. But then the people in your real life, like, the people who may have, like, been, I don't know. I, it sounds like you have people asking you for stuff. Um they hear that and they think they can have a piece of that when it's like, no, I worked for yeah, everything worked for I'm that. getting. Yeah, you're not getting none of this stuff. Yeah, I'm, I, I am an outlier in my generation. I know that for a fact. I'm been with, been, my wife is the only person I've right, been right. in a relationship with. Right. I'm a homeowner. 
been a homeowner since yeah it's almost like you're like living like a 1950s yeah i'm living like, the boomer yeah, lifestyle yeah you are living a boomer lifestyle yeah i really am so you too can become <laughs> a boomer by being in foster care <laughs> oh my god dude did you get anything in the class action lawsuit though or is uh, it just nope. enough to get the paid the lawyers and that was i i i i participated in the class action but I wasn't able to get the paperwork because my psychiatrist died in the middle of it. Awesome. He died dude. of a heart attack due to stress. Oh, you should talk about this on stage. It sounds hilarious. I'm working on jokes about this at the moment. <laughs> there, there's funny there. Yeah. It's just the the like fuck you universe. <laughs> yeah, I um I tested out a joke about how um how like uh, I can relate to uh to women i'm working on a joke right now about how i can relate to women at bars okay because i used to have giant breasts and so you just start at the feet and you look up and you're like oh it's a fat chick okay and then you get to the beard and it's like do i still maybe maybe were you did you ever feel like people miss misgendered you or something no i i felt a lot i, I got a lot of bullying in high school mm -hmm. and whatnot but the person I was in high school was completely different to the person I am now. Were um, you like more shy or something? No. Oh, you were more aggressive. I was violent <laughs> in high school, which is totally unlike how I am now. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. You are a pretty calm dude. I'm calm. I'm yeah. collected. I'm You're very present. You're very present. Yeah, I'm relatively nice to everyone around mm -hmm. me. At least I try to be. Right. Back in high school, I people mess with me. I... I would punch them in the mouth. Right, right. Like not even like a hesitation. It'd be like da 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 da. It's like boom, you're against a locker. I don't care. I was not a good person. I don't think it's not being not a good person. It's just somebody who's probably just scared at being attacked and hurt. And yeah, it. Um, I had a rough experience. Something. Yeah, that I had a rough childhood. Yeah, I was gonna say you sound traumatized. Yeah, is what. I mean. The only thing that really stopped me from going further down that path was um, in uh, high school, I got kicked out of high school because mm -hmm. uh, I threatened to hurt a teacher. Oh. Like I was that level of off right. the wall. And uh, we had a family friend that was a police officer who kind of set me to the side and was like, if you don't stop what you're doing, you're going to end up in jail. Right. Just like your parents. I was like, and that made me like stop for a second and be like, you know what? You're probably right. And then I had to go to therapy and. Oh, so and they that. got you therapy though, at least. Yeah. That's cool. Mental health was a big thing in my household. See, that's good. I mean, growing up. Yeah. I was going to say, I, I grew up in the eighties and nineties. I'll tell you, it, it was in the ether. Like my dad had talked about it or whatever, but it wasn't pushed in schools you know most of them would tell you to suck it up shut yeah. up the, the teachers didn't even care if something was happening to you at home it was more like do what you need to do here you know and get out of my hair now there was a few i would say there was definitely some teachers even we even had an assistant principal that i think um excuse me that she oh my goodness oh sorry <laughs> i didn't burp yet but it's there so if i do i'm sorry guys um but anyway that she would keep an eye on us like 
she let us also get away with some stuff because she knew some of us were troubled, but she expected the truth from us. So like when I say get away, meaning she'd see us get on campus, she goes, where are you guys coming from? And we're like McDonald's. She goes, get your butts inside. I want to see you out here again. If you're going to do something like that, you got to let me know first because then she'd tell us what days we could go yeah. and come back. Because at, at the time you weren't supposed to leave campus, but we were like seniors, you know? Yeah. And she knew it was kind of ridiculous as long as she knew we were going to come back. She let us go for 30 minutes to come and get some McDonald's, you know. But um, anyway, she died. So yeah, the good ones die young, dude. <laughs> she was great. Miss Rolson, you were great. <laughs> yeah, my, um, my grandma, I, that's my mom. That's been my mom since I was a kid. Uh, she, um, she had adopted 10, 11 kids. Wow. Uh, all of us have some sort of mental or physical disability. Mm -hmm. uh, she's a saint. Like, yeah, I can't imagine doing anything like that. I don't have that level of patience. Now, is this your mom's mom? Yeah, it's my mom's mom. So it, I guess maybe just your mom had something going on with herself too. Uh, my mom was. My mom spent. My birth mom spent her and has spent her entire life in and out of recovery and dealing with various um, drug-related issues. I feel like, well, I mean, say I was, I guess I'm trying to relate. I always look at the, the parents of the parents, right? Like if there's something wrong with this, you want to know, well, what happened? Like, you know, my family, like definitely there's addiction in my family, but we know no, there are some people who are culpable. They're not at fault per se, but there are some things that may have triggered, you know, certain things to come up. But uh, I think it was just like that old adage of like the people that you hang around with influence your decisions mm -hmm. and so I think that's what really affected my birth mom mm. in a lot of ways yeah I mean did you ever get to talk to her about stuff oh or? yeah I, oh, um, okay. I've seen her a couple times um, I haven't talked to her in a couple years uh, it's not by my choice really it's just she I feel personally that like I may remind her of bad times probably so not on, not intentionally yeah obviously. not in, just like i Getting me taken away from the, like, to the state, probably, like, anytime she's around me, it probably associates those kinds of emotions. Yeah, but, you know, um, I've, I've I don't want to judge your mom. <laughs> I don't want to judge her, your bio mom. But my daughter, like, I love my child, but I don't have fond memories of, with her father or whatever. Of course, I have some if I want to look, but there was way more or not. Um, but... I wouldn't project that. I guess I, I'm not resentful, yeah, uh, you know, anymore, but I love my kid and I would never project that onto her in that sense. I, I think it's more of, it's more of like that. And also like, I've had a good upbringing with my grandma. Right. So I feel like maybe she feels like if she tries to come back into the picture, she'll mess that up in I some see. kind of way Okay, well. that's respectful though. Like so, she doesn't want to overreach exactly. because she wasn't around as much. So okay. I have I have no hard feelings towards. Do you look my like mom. her? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, you can see it. Um, I look a lot like my dad. Oh, okay. My dad's been to a couple comedy shows. I have a good relationship with. Has my dad. he though? Yeah. I haven't seen him then. Yeah, he came with me to Rain Dogs a couple times. Oh man, uh, I guess I hadn't seen him. Uh, my dad apparently is uh, extremely attractive. Unlike me, my dad is oh, very stop. attractive. Because <laughs> uh, um, I, I brought my dad to Rain Dogs, and I was talking with my dad, and my dad then had to go take a phone call. 
and immediately Dallas is like, I would fuck your dad. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Oh, Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so is your dad like, what are what are you again? Like, I know you. Um, I always look at you and I think like Greek or something or or my, Turkish or something like that. Uh, my mom. I don't know. My mom is like. She's Caucasian. Okay. And I think she has like a little bit of Native American there. Okay. I, there, uh, my dad is half African American. Oh, okay. That's what it is. Half. Then. Um, and then I, I don't know what his mom is. I've met his mom, but um, shout out to Grandma that's Dawn. That's right. You have described your dad, I think, yeah. before. My dad is half That's why Dallas would fuck him. Dallas loves yeah. black dudes. <laughs> uh, but my dad's very light-skinned, so... <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, I was like, I was gonna ask. I was like, he must be dark or something. That's why I was kind of asking yeah. because I know Dallas loves black. Yeah, teams, so. I may show you a picture of my dad afterwards. <laughs> okay. Oh man, I wonder if I did see him and didn't realize it was. Yeah, him. that's probably it. Because that's like my family members. I'm light skinned, and then you look at my darker family members, and people think we're just friends or something. I'm like, people used to think my brother was my boyfriend. I'm like, no, he's also he's like four or five years older than me, so yeah. he would be more creepy creeped out he's like that's my little sister like ew gross like <laughs> yeah i um my my grandma she's uh she's caucasian she's from uh scotland okay um my grandfather they're not together anymore but he's african-american so that's like my friend charlie he's the same way like his grandmother was from ireland like green eyes whatever and and then the other side was uh black american you know like they i don't even know if they can trace the roots because of slavery you know yeah. that's you gotta love slavery uh so that's a joke that's gonna be taken out a, i know that's a joke i, I know <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ uh, uh but anyway but he has light green eyes lighter skin you know um and then you know the great the grandmother or whatever she tried to deny that yeah. side the black side <laughs> like, no so we're all adopted but i have african-american siblings i have caucasian siblings yeah so. yeah I have a, I've always grown up with that mix. Unique of, household of, of diversity, culture. yeah. So I feel I'm in a very unique position where I can relate to both sides of a coin, even though I'm not necessarily majorly involved in one of them because I have yeah those associations with my family. Oh, no, I totally get that. I mean, like yeah. I talk about it on stage. Like I think i don't know if you're there at boussoire but i did a joke where i was like hey this white privilege is only in the in public you know yeah. my mom beats me like any other brown <laughs> child <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. um because it is true there's two different cultures there's two you are there is differences when you grow up differently and you have yeah. to experience the world in how people view you in that difference anyway but it is it is crappy. Let me make sure I'm not going over the time. Okay, we're oh, you're good. good. We're actually good on time. This is the part where I always love asking the comics. Um, do you believe in paranormal stuff? And when I say paranormal, this includes uh, not just ghosts. Um, this includes aliens, uh, demons, angels, like all of the stuff that maybe we find we could call a cult or you know something like I that. I'm not very like paranormal focused. Like, there's probably aliens. Okay. Like, statistically. Okay. With with the whole Fermi paradox and things like mm -hmm. that. Statistically, there's just it, there's very it's very unlikely that we're the only thing in such a vast amount of space. Right. Uh, ghosts, on the other hand, I'm not a hundred percent on that. My wife is very paranormal focused. 
I make fun of her for it all the time because I'm I'm really not. Uh, I am spiritual though. I do like believe in like a god and right, right. stuff like that. That's actually the reason why I don't have tattoos. Oh, okay. So you actually look at it like a temple kind of Yeah, kind of. Like I um I believe that when your your mind, body and spirit are connected in all forms. Mhm. So when you would move on and let's say you may not believe there's an afterlife, but if there's an afterlife, they you move on, those tattoos will be on your spirit for the rest of your eternity. Mhm. So anything that is permanently inked on your body will permanently be there. Afterwards. Where do, where does that thought come from though? Like, is there a passage or something that you interpreted there, to feel that way? Or I I I I was raised Catholic, so mm -hmm. there's you know. Oh the yeah, Bible the Catholics are pretty like serious about that stuff. But yeah. also, like if I if your time on Earth directly correlates to your time in the afterlife. Mm -hmm then that means that your actions on earth will have permanent consequences to your afterlife. Do you believe in uh, past lives where you can come back? I don't believe in like reincarnation. Okay. I believe that your so-called guardian angel is your ancestors Okay. looking after you. Okay. See, that, that, that would be the difference in my belief system, yeah. right? So like, obviously I have tattoos. Yeah, I, but I actually do have tattoos that mean something to me uh, spiritually, um, which ironically, I talked about this on another one, but I did, I, I, I got this like past life Akashic, you know, I think I talked across about it, Akashic records where they said past lives. I didn't know I got these tattoos done and some of them are from Mayan temples and stuff and they mean certain things. Well, before I, I did, I did all that stick and poke stuff on me. And then I got this record back and this, uh, thing said that I was, I lived during the Mayan times a few lifetimes. That's cool. And I was like, and then also, um, uh, I lived in, or I lived during the civil war too, a couple of times. I was just a civilian, they said. And then I was like, I also lived during like Roman and Egyptian times, which is funny cause I have some Egyptian stuff too, that I had no idea, but and then a Hindu stuff too that I lived and I have that too tattooed on me. That's what's up. So what I'm saying to you could be a coincidence guys, but it's nothing like you'll find flash on a wall. You know, some people put henna crap and whatever. No, these are like things that I don't know why I was drawn to them. I researched them, made sure that what they stood for or what the sign um, I liked, but I always, I would pick them and then I'd research what the symbol was. I, don't, I couldn't explain it. And then I found out this past life record supposedly that this supposed psychic gave me that's what's up i don't know that's weird though right that's a weird yeah. coincidence so i i never personally uh i never sort of get into like oh your your thing is wrong because right, my right. thing is right i i have to be right no it's just we all are trying to figure out our own meaning right right in this cosmic nonsense that we live in yeah and i mean that's okay so but this brings me back to you though okay so you don't believe in ghosts but you did mention mild schizophrenia yeah so how do you know the difference like what were do you mind talking about that so, experience because i'm always uh, curious because i have obviously before we even started guys just so you know i thought i saw somebody step out of the corner in the studio but the doors were locked so who was that Anyways, our studio is haunted, but back uh, to when, when I get really stressed, I hallucinate. 
Okay. Um, so I will have like audible or visual hallucinations. Um, I do sometimes suffer from audible hallucinations as well. That's why if you ever see me on stage, anyone out there, you see me (laughs) doing comedy, uh, you will always see me having a pair of over the head headphones. It's not because I'm trying to ignore everyone around me. It's if I start hearing stuff and I can't identify where it's coming coming from, I put them on so then I have... I can sort of cancel out all the other sound. Smart. And if that sound keeps going, then you know that I couldn't identify. Then I know it's coming from you. It's coming from my own head. Right. But what's to say that you're not psychic and you're not? You don't know. Yeah, it's just not my like in my. But has it ever thing been anything dangerous or like nothing like weird? I mean, when I was more angry in my life, it would be things like you know. So I that's definitely from inside your yeah. head. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, sometimes uh, if you see me like in the middle of a conversation with you, people, you know, <laughs> eventually, um, I'll be in a conversation with someone and then I'll pull out my phone and put on a video and look, point it towards the ground, not at them, but at the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's because there's a, there's a practice to identify uh, hallucinations. Okay. Um, and it's you, you'll... You'll see the hallucination. You'll point the camera at the hallucination. If it's actually uh, there, it'll be on the camera. If it's not on the camera, then you can identify that that's in your head. Okay. I mean, that makes sense, though. Yeah. Honestly, that would make sense. I mean, I guess... What do people do without technology? You know what I mean? Like, how do you... How would you be able to tell back in the day whether something was going on? Right. Well, let me ask you something then, Lynn. Do you think, okay, so I, I'm in this belief of that, I mean, Jamar, I've talked about this. I don't know if we've publicly talked about this. So Jamar, I'm sorry if I'm spilling the beans here, <laughs> but I haven't, I have this theory that I think all comedians are autistic on some spectrum. I just talked with Crespo about that. Okay. Okay. So I think it's this thing we talk about. We just don't talk about it. Like, do you think that's accurate? Oh, the the mental spectrum is massive. Right? I would say, though. I, I personally believe that there's no person in the world that is normal. Yeah. There's no true definition of what normal what, yeah. is. Everyone will have their own childhood traumas, their own things that have bugged them. The only thing that separates the normal from the unnormal is the sort of acceptance of that. I mean, because here's the thing. When I was growing up, um, there was no such thing. I mean, I'm sure there was autism, but it wasn't as talked about. It wasn't as acknowledged. And I think a lot of those people didn't have the same tools like yeah. that people have now. So I think a lot of them are still fun- high functioning or whatever you want. to. If I'm saying something inappropriate, guys, this is old school uh, <laughs> thought, I guess. If it is, I'm sorry. I don't know the new school stuff if there's new school because I know things are always changing. Please don't jump on me for any of my, if I'm saying terminology wrong. Um, but I do think there are levels of it. And, there is. And, um, but I always knew that even if it was somebody who I was aware was different, I always um, got along better with autistic people because I just thought they were very blunt and I can be very blunt, but I, I knew where they stood. 
Like they were, they they like to tell your their boundaries right away. Like there's no ifs, ands, or buts. Like you know where they stand and when they where they don't. I got uh, I got into a moment at a CBD cafe a couple weeks ago, where uh, one of the comics, uh, I think he goes like Doctor Shark Puppy or something oh, like that. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Um. He uh, he like uh, touched me, and I had to like like immediately. It wasn't even a hesitation thing. I was like. If you do that again, I will probably swing on you. Yeah. And I, he, he's a very touchy-feely guy. He's always been like that. I've, yeah. I've known him a while, but he doesn't realize not everybody's comfortable. No, with but it's it's just one of those things where he was like, oh, it was like, and I, I have to always clarify, it's not an anger thing. It's yeah. just that will be the instinct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was at um, Tiernanog, yeah, uh, the Irish Daytona, pub in yeah. Daytona. And when I was there, I went up on stage and uh, my style of comedy is very sad. <laughs> uh, it, it's very sad. It's so funny, though. I mean, yeah, that the the humor comes from the pain. But the host for that night was like, "You should give that." You, you're like a white run funches. <laughs> yeah, uh, he, they were like, "You should uh, you should give him a hug." And someone came from the side of me to give me a hug. And uh, it was a it was a lady, but I had my fist balled up. I was ready to turn, right. and it was only when I turned and identified that it's a, a it, woman. it's a woman coming at me. I was like, okay, I don't need to physically get yeah. Um, and she gave me a hug, but it was one of those moments where even in my head it was like, I know I shouldn't swing, <laughs> but the only reason I'm not swinging is because I'm in an Irish bar. In, <laughs> In Daytona, oh, that's dude, a white a woman, and you. I would end up in an <laughs> alleyway find a somewhere. Place for you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, when I went there, <laughs> I literally was like, "This is serial killer heaven, dude." No wonder so many serial killers go to yeah. Daytona and kill women. Like, I have it's, a show there next it's week. It's so spooky. It's so spooky. No, but I love the comics there. Those guys are balls to the wall. Like, yeah, they're it's always, so fun. Yeah, yeah, I love them, but um it's definitely a spooky place but speaking back back to the spooky sp stuff i'm sorry i wanted to understand because oh, i do think sometimes people are medically diagnosed with something when maybe it's they don't need to be when that's just i do think some people have i don't want to call them powers but abilities or or a sixth sense or whatever that is um I, I think all of us, this is my just personal belief. You don't have to believe any of this mumbo jumbo, okay? <laughs> just, uh, I just think that we do have a sixth sense just innately in us as animals, you know? And yeah. I do think some are, some people are maybe more developed than others. Um, I mean, like, what are jellyfish? Aren't they aliens? Like, how are, <laughs> those are real and they shouldn't exist. <laughs> like, uh, they're just old. I mean, I guess they're prehistoric, maybe. No, but yeah. I think they said they're alien, like they shouldn't technically exist or something. There's something to that. It, there, there's a whole bunch of theories, like ancient astronaut theories and stuff yeah. like that, where it's like those those kind of things sort of precursor into what made life here. Right. Where I'm, I'm more on a sort of multiverse kind of thing when it comes to reality so, so do you think there's like multiple universes that like you made one decision that changed this trajectory yeah. and you're on this one because you made the, this decision exactly i agree and that, I that's think, even terrifying to me though dude. i think that like god is for there is there's the same per that's the same entity 
that has created a system to have all sorts of uh, variables answered. Mm-hmm. Um, it's weird because my brain is very like no, I know numbers I can forward. picture it. Like it, to me, it looks like a kaleidoscope. At once it goes out into it, the I fractal. feel like it's a science experiment. Right. I feel more like the universe itself and these alternate realities are just a way for the individual that is God mm-hmm. to figure. Th- its own existence out so have you read anything about the kabbalah because that's exactly what they talk about basically is when the universe awakens to itself and recognizes its power um but it's the same as if you listen to the simulation uh that you may be on in this new age you know possibly like yeah, the simulation theory yeah well no i mean if you like there's i call them simulations which is like multiple maybe multiple uh universes or maybe um i look at them like dlcs you choose to take this you know this yeah. path or this mission side mission and one of those may be new age stuff right and those new age people talk about uh awakening yourself to the universe and the power within you but i do think that is part of the process of breaking the simulation in some ways is recognizing that you do have power if we are a simulation you have the ability to manifest and be neo i don't know maybe that's a little heavy i think (laughs) i think like things like deja vu are just realizing other decisions that have already been made well in my belief like an overlap yeah in my belief system like this is I, I don't know why i've believed this for a long time i believe that we actually mapped out our lives before we got here we have a plan um a goal to achieve something doesn't mean we will get there but we go through these trials and tribulations and the deja vu is a memory that has been programmed into us into our soul some people could call that the simulation too i never thought of the simulation at that time though but programmed into our soul to allow us to know that you're on the right path you're still on the same path that you meant so you're doing good you're still here even with all the crazy shit that happened that's a cool way to think about it yeah i mean i think that's the way my brain copes like i know i've had some atheist friends and they get really angry with me because they're like prove it and i'm like you can't prove it it's not and i'm also not trying this is my own personal system just like you want to believe what you want to believe i respect it. it i'm not harming anybody by leaving believing in crazy past lives that, that's, <laughs> i'm not that trying to reenact the, uh, them you know <laughs> like, that's the reason why i'm not like super into catholicism right, as much right. as i used to it's because i don't believe in trying to convert others mm-hmm. into a way of thinking. Right. I I genuinely believe that the world is better with everyone thinking different things. Oh, yeah. I, I think also how do you produce thought if you're all thinking the same thought? I don't know. Like, that gets into some 1984 kind of. Yeah, dude. Aren't we there? <laughs> I was like, We're really one. close. No, I mean, they, Especially they, if you ask Ted. They, they, they named something <laughs> called Soylent. And I yeah. and I, I thought it was a joke and it wasn't. And I was like, they they have to be doing a play off of Soylent Green and it's just crazy to me though. It's like maybe even those people thought this is just funny because we are coming into a time where it feels like that. Like we're gonna be eating Soylent Green here. Dystopia is is terrifying. And mm-hmm. when you're like me, I I identify patterns all the time (laughs) and I'm like things like that lead to things like this and like that's not the way 
right, right, right. things should go in my mind. But unfortunately, it's a power to the people. It's not a dictatorship here. <laughs> Is it power to the people or power to the oligarchy? There's a power to a, there, there's, <laughs> there's power to specific people. There's power to specific people. But I think we're almost out of time, though. But I want you to plug all your stuff again and do it slowly so they know where to go. And um, Right now, um, I do comedy all throughout Florida on Instagram. I'm just another comedian because I'm just another comedian. There's a, there's a million of us. There's nothing that makes me special yet. Um, That's not true. <laughs> I have a YouTube channel. It's a Spiral Tree Entertainment where I'm currently doing movie reviews. And we'll be uh, eventually releasing film projects on there as well. And is it Spiral, S-P-I-R-A-L? Yeah, tree, Spiral. Tree, T-R-E-E? Tree, yeah. Okay, just want to make uh, sure. Inspired by Yggdrasil. The... I was thinking of Spyro. I don't know why. Yeah. That, yeah, I don't no, know why. Um, the Tree of Life. <laughs> yeah, 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 but for some reason I saw Spyro going <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> don't ask um, And uh, yeah, I'm currently working on a superhero project at the moment that I'm writing. Okay. Where the superheroes are based around um, like reali reality and the sort of mental uh, problems that come with actual superpowers. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, isn't there a, uh, what God, I'm gonna find that show. I'm gonna send it uh, to there's you. There's a show called The Boys right now. That's yeah, kind similar, of similar to The Boys. But like- What um, about The Umbrella Factory though Yeah, kind of like that where the whole point of it is like the main character is a retired hero. Okay. Who um he has uh, enhanced senses, he has enhanced sight, to smell, hearing, so on and so forth. He's had that since he was a kid. Okay. So that has developed into obsessive compulsive disorder because he's noticed every detail in his entire life. Okay. <laughs> and that's the reason why he stopped being a hero is because he couldn't deal with it hey, anymore. Okay. Um, Should be interesting. Uh, I I start up my company in June. All right. And I'll probably end up having that finished next uh, next year. Well, cool, man. Out, I yeah. look forward to seeing it and stuff yeah, and hearing about it. Well, thanks again, you guys, for tuning in. Don't forget to follow Isaiah. Thanks for listening, watching, wherever you're doing. Please like, share, subscribe, comment. It all helps us. If you want to be a sponsor, reach out to us. We would love that. We would love a sponsor. <laughs> all right, guys. Take it easy. Peace out. Bye.